Losing Weight to Gain Control. Today's topic, Celebrating Victories in Your Life Apart from the Scale. Hello, and welcome to the Losing Weight to Gain Control podcast. I'm Gwen Alexander, your host, also known as Coach Gwen. And I want to thank you for tuning in today to listen to the topic that we're going to be talking about or addressing. But before I get to that, I just wanted to let you know that today's topic actually comes from one of the chapters from my book called Losing Weight to Gain Control, Loving Your Weight Maintenance Journey. And one of the reasons why I chose the subtitle Loving Your Weight Maintenance Journey is because that's the goal. You know, we want to lose it and the ultimate goal is to keep it off. It used to be that maintenance wasn't talked about very much, but now it seems to be the big thing as we realize that it's not just about getting the weight off, it's about feeling better about yourself uh, physically. It's about taking care of the mental stuff that kind of holds us back. Now, if you want a copy of my book, you can go to Amazon.com and it's available as an ebook, or you can buy a print copy. And if you want an autographed copy, you can go to my website, which is thegwenalexander.com. That's T-H-E, gwenalexander.com. You'll go to the online store portion of the website, and you can purchase an autographed copy there. Also, if you're needing some support for along the way of your journey, whether you're still losing the weight or you're already in maintenance, I have a Facebook group that we'd like you to join, and it's by the same name, Losing Weight to Gain Control. Now, it's a place where we encourage each other to keep going no matter what type of plan that you're using. It's pretty much the same for every, you know, any plan. You just need some help and encouragement for you to keep going. And maybe even you might get a few ideas from some of us of what you could try to see if maybe it'll help you along the way. When I started this podcast in February, I remember thinking if I would have enough topics to talk about. It seems they keep coming. There are certain topics that everyone will deal with on their journey to wellness. Now in some future podcast episodes, I'll address taking care of yourself physically, not just exercising, but taking care of yourself like visiting a chiropractor or getting your regular doctor's appointments, getting massages to help your body relax. I actually visit my chiropractor about once a month and sometimes I can go a little bit longer. But I love this rolling table that he has and he knows that at the end of my session, guess where Gwen's going to go? So I always tell people, think about that part, the physical health also. I try to help you with what to do when people you live with may be picky eaters. That's one of the topics that that will come up later. You don't want to have to cook five different meals for everyone in the house. Plus, that can get very expensive. One topic I've been thinking about lately since I have been sharing my story of my weight loss from years ago when I was in my 20s is how weight loss is different at different ages. Many people I read about 
uh, that has lost weight later in life have said how they did it this time was different than when they were in their 20s or 30s or even their 40s. Especially for women, when we start approaching a certain time in our life, you start going through changes that affect your body physically and you go through some emotional changes. Plus, that's usually a time in your life when even your family dynamic begins to change. You know, you may have children that are eventually leaving the house. You know, maybe they don't need you as much. So I encourage you to share episodes that you think would be beneficial to other family and friends. If you're on iTunes, I ask you to please leave me a review and rate the podcast. That's one way we can help to get the podcast to others that they would find it easier whenever they're doing a search. So I ask for your help in that, and I thank you in advance. Okay, today's topic, victory apart from the scale. I like getting awards. I think you like getting awards too. I like it when someone says, good job, Glenn. I like it when I accomplish a goal that I've set. And I'm sure you feel the same way. Who doesn't like a pat on the back? Sometimes it feels like I can never get my to-do list done like I want to. Sometimes it just feels like, why in the world am I even trying? And one of the things I had decided on my journey to losing weight was I wasn't going to use the scale as my only indicator of success. I had learned my lesson. There comes a point when the scale will stop going down, and then what? What do you do when you're in maintenance and you think, okay, that was my only goal was to lose it. Now what's going to keep me motivated? In 2013, I started logging what I call non-scale victories, and I, I talk about this in my book. I've had several people that read my book tell me they hadn't thought of that before. I even encourage people I meet to look at things in their lives that they've accomplished when they are feeling down about their life. Whenever I read about my non-scale victories, they encourage me to keep going. And recently, I was feeling discouraged. You ever have that feeling like you work so hard on something and you feel like you're getting nowhere with it? Been there? I think you have. I was thinking, just give up. Then I pulled, pulled out my list and started reading each thing that I have written down since 2013. I started to cry and I laughed with myself. The crying part was because some of the victories I had were things I didn't think I could do, and I did them. One of them was when I did my first 5K, and I, I'm not a runner, I walk them. Now, just for me to register was a big deal. And then to finish. And I, I am usually the last person whenever I do them. But I tried not to let anyone see me cry. And the reason I was crying is because I had done something that I would have never imagined doing at any point in my life. This one was big for me, my very first one. When I had lost 50 pounds, I submitted my story to a contest about how losing weight had was helping me to, with getting healthier and how I changed my lifestyle and how this had benefited me. And the grand prize was you would get a shopping spree if you won, a uh, total prize was $5,000. You got $3,000 for travel expenses 
and then you, you would have received a $2,000 Macy's gift card and a personal shopper to help you. I thought, I want this. And one day I got a call saying at that time, I was chosen as a finalist. There were six of us, I think is what the total was. I didn't win, but the fact I put myself out there and was chosen as a finalist was a huge victory for me. I laughed when I read about something that happened while I was walking. I also tracked how many inches that I've lost. I always tell people to track your inches too, and this is the reason why. And I tracked, uh, I would keep track of my inches on my waist and my hip area. Now, as of total, I've lost 12 and a half inches off of both of them. That's huge. And in 2014, as I was walking, I realized something one day. I stopped and I looked down on my right side and then on my left side. And you know what I realized? I realized my hands were not hitting my hips when I walked. I, I started laughing at myself. I'm sure the people whose house I was in front of probably thought something was wrong with me. I looked to the right and left again. I thought, where in the world did my hips go? But as I kept reading through my list, I noticed I was smiling by the time I finished. At that moment, I was glad I didn't use the scale as a way to make myself feel like I had accomplished something. You may be saying, but Gwen, I haven't accomplished anything in my life. And to that, I say, yes, you have. Just the fact you're listening to this podcast means you haven't given up on trying to better your life. You're taking the time to get the information you need to get your life and health under control. Think back to your childhood even. It doesn't have to be things you've accomplished only as an adult. Did you get an award as a student for a project you worked really hard on? Did you get accepted into a college that you didn't think you would ever be able to pay for or even get into or graduate from? A non-scale victory could also be you made a decision not to emotionally eat, but chose something that was better. I had this happen this week. I was in the mall, and I thought, hey, I could have one of those huge cookies that I like, and they put lots of frosting on it. Now, I, you know, I'm into you. if you want it, you have it, you know, you log it, you adjust what you eat. And I could have made it fit into my plan for that day. Or I was going to make it fit into my plan for the day. But I stopped. I was looking at the sign of the place I wanted to go get this huge cookie. And then I stopped because I knew the reason I wanted that huge cookie. The reason was I was tired. And I was very nervous about something I was getting ready to do that took me outside of my comfort zone. So I decided to stick to my eating plan for the day because I already had kind of a what I consider a treat uh, worked into my plan. And I thought, well, do I want this huge cookie with frosting or do I want this other thing that my healthier alternative? I took my healthier alternative. And when I went home, I felt better about myself and I took a nap and that made me feel even better. Now, that is still a victory for me when I decide not to eat my feelings. 
If you've experienced that, write it down. Another victory could be the clothes that you are wearing. Maybe you are in a smaller size now. Even if you haven't lost any weight, a victory could be you've decided to start dressing better for your body type. Making decisions you wouldn't have done before is a big accomplishment. One of my things is I started wearing makeup. I don't wear it all the time, but I used to not wear makeup because I didn't think that I was pretty enough to, to have something like that. So I took that upon myself that I am that's something I'm taking care of me. I wrote it down in my non-scale victory journal. Making decisions you wouldn't have done before is a big accomplishment. I wrote down also as I went down from a size 22. And actually, I just bought a dress a few weeks ago that said it was a size 10. And I'm thinking, is this thing labeled correctly? But I thought, I'm going to go with it. So I can say I bought a size 10 dress and it fits really well and I get very many compliments on it. So that's a non-scale victory. What's funny is right before I was deciding on what topics to do, I had one of my friends text me the same situation. She said, I just bought, I don't remember what size, but it was a two sizes smaller than what she usually does. She said, is that a non-scale victory? And I said, you bet that's a non-scale victory. And I said, write it down and read it often. Another victory you could log is about your physical activities. Maybe there's something you couldn't do before that you're doing now. I don't care if it, you walk 10 minutes and it was something that you usually didn't do. If it's something you never did before and you did it, write it down. As I mentioned earlier, I logged when I did my first 5K. I've done several of them since that first one. I'm still always dead last. I always still cry at the end. Why? Because there's always some challenge that I've overcome to do it. One of the, uh, actually it wasn't a 5K, I signed up to do a one mile that our YWCA does, or YMCA does called the turkey trot you can do the one mile or the 5k and since it's on thanksgiving day i thought just doing the one mile is a big accomplishment but one year it started to snow i mean like snow right when we were on the starting line and i was trying to decide do i turn around and go back to my car or do i go ahead and do this now in the past i would have said forget this i'm going to the car but i didn't and I walked that one mile, had to be careful because it was a little slick, but I did it. And I started crying partway into it because I remembered the time when I would have said, oh, it's snowing, I, I can't go out and do anything. Oh, that's going to be too hard, I can't do this. But I did it. And then that encouraged me to do the next one, which the next one I did actually wasn't snow, but it was rain this time. And I talked about it in one of my previous podcasts. It was, it was in April. It was freezing. It, the weather was beautiful that whole week, except this one day. It stopped raining right when we got on the starting line. And then about a mile into it, it started raining. I mean, a downpouring, not just down. It eventually went horizontal. And I did have an umbrella with me, but it didn't work very well. 
So by the time I got to the finish line, I was dead last again, and my shoes were soaked, my clothes were soaked, but the when the it was a girl one that the girl scout scout sponsored when she brought me my medal it made it all worth it and actually i learned a big lesson from that that 5k was about how the conditions will never be perfect for anything because if i waited for the conditions to be perfect i would have never done it so that was a big victory for me to do that Maybe one of your victories you could write down is you took a class at your local gym and you finally did the whole class without having to take a break. You need to write that down. A non-scale victory could also be that you go to places you never thought you would go to or meet people you never thought you would meet. I'm really an introvert. And it's it's actually makes me feel pretty good when everyone says, I don't think you're an introvert, Gwen. I think I'm one. This was one of the things I wanted to work on this time. I was tired of purposely isolating myself. So I've been taking a chance and starting to get to meet people online or you know offline in my community and branching out a little bit. Even now. One of my goals is to get out of my comfort zone more and meet even more people. Why not make that a goal? Whenever you have one of those, I feel like I'm not making any progress days or weeks or months or years, pull out your list. Start reading it. It will give you the encouragement to keep going no matter how you feel. You might cry. You might laugh. But what I want you to realize is that you are stronger than what you think you are. Some of the things you went through probably should have broken you to the point where you should have thrown in the towel on life and just said, I'm done. I'm just done with this. But now you are starting to take the steps to take control of your life and of your health. You are still here even though all those things happen to you. So start logging your victories. I also wanted to talk briefly about uh, rewarding yourself. Not only do we like getting acknowledged for our accomplishments, we like rewards. I like rewards. I like it when somebody gives me a trophy or a medal. One of the things I decided not to do was reward myself with food. I've done the, when I lose 10 pounds, then I'm going to go buy a hamburger, you know, go to a fast food restaurant. And I've heard other people mention that too. There's a quote that floats around the internet every now and then that says, don't reward yourself with food. You are not a dog. Or have you even told yourself, oh, when I lose 20 pounds, then I'm going to go to the buffet and have everything that I want. Don't use food as a reward. Instead, why not reward yourself with a new outfit? Why not buy a new song for your playlist? Another reward could be to buy an item you've always wanted. I've rewarded myself with a new piano book. I'm a pianist. And sometimes those books can get expensive. So I might have told myself, when I lose 10 pounds, I'm going to buy me a new piano book or a new sheet music. Or you could even make a reward is, I'm going to give myself a rest day. 
I call my rest days are kind of like a spa day. I mean, this is a day where I just sit and maybe watch movies. And then I'll pamper myself with a hot bath and maybe do my nails. I don't actually do this very often. So when I decide to do what I call my spa day, it's awesome. Maybe that's a reward you can do for yourself. Pamper yourself. Take care of yourself. Don't wait for someone else to reward you. Just as you make a list of your non-scale victories, why not make a list of ways you can re reward yourself that don't involve food? This will also help you with your self-esteem. It's not just about food and exercise. Yes, you want to eat healthier, you want to try to eat better quality food, and you want to get moving. But the main thing is self-care, no matter what your size, or no matter what's going on in your life. Because the thing is, when you give yourself some self-care, you can tackle the things that are happening. I hope today's episode was a help to you. One of my friends let me know the topics that she was interested in and would like help on. But I'd also like to hear from you. If you go to my website, thegwenalexander.com, and you click on the contact portion of the website, you can fill in a comment and let me know what it is that you would like to hear about. And also, I'd like to hear about your non-scale victories and maybe ways that you are going to reward yourself without food. Until next time, Coach Gwen says, don't use the scale as an indicator of how successful you are on your weight loss journey. The information in this podcast is for informational purposes only. I'm not a medical professional. You should consult with your doctor or medical professional before beginning any weight loss or exercise program.